What's our twenty? He asked. Huh? I replied. What's our twenty? He asked again. I couldn't answer. You better get out and find it. Huh? I replied again. Get out, my FTO replied. I was too wrapped up in where we were going and what we were doing to realize that I was lost and that I didn't know where we were. It was one of the most valuable lessons of my career and it applies to life. How can you know where you're going if you don't know where you are? 1020 is our code for what's your location. So what is your 20? Where are you? You are a warrior. You are the very best your nation has to offer. They're asking you to lead. We need a bear cat. It's up to us. So 133, I need somebody who's got a visual of where the shooter is. You must be sound in mind, body, and spirit. Where's the officer down? I have a rescue helicopter that wants to land and help. This is the podcast that will make you the one. Copy running eastbound. The one that will bring everyone back. Probably we have shot fired, shot fired. Give me back up now. Because no one else is coming. I'm have an officer shot, an officer shot, 100 block of East Street. Suspect is down, suspect is down. This is The Squad Room. Hello partners, welcome back to another episode of The Squad Room. Uh, I'm your host, Garrett Tesla. I'm an active duty sergeant for a sheriff's department in Southern California. And today we're talking about what's your 20. It's all about situational awareness in your own life. We all have this situational awareness when we're out on the street. We keep our head on a swivel, and we know where our backup's coming from. But where is those things? What are those things happening in your own life, off duty? So today, I'm going to readdress badges and this idea of the six points of a badge. In my case, a sheriff star, but a six points of our beliefs, our actions, discipline, goals, emotions, and service that all need our attention. And when we attend to those things uniformly, then we become much better, our lives are much better, we can move forward and be the leaders that we need to be. So today is about knowing your location. And I told the story of my FTO uh, when I was in the car and I got lost and uh, wrapped up in my own head and didn't realize where I was. And where you're going always depends on where you're coming from. So we need to have situational awareness, we need to know what our location is. And again, I say, what's your 20? Because that's our code. 1020 is the 10 code we use for what's your location. I know it's different elsewhere, but we're just going with what's your 20. So I have a couple questions to ask you in each of these sections, each of these six points, to try and help you spend some time this week reassessing or thinking about where you're at. We just resolved a lot of uh, probably some New Year's resolutions just got put out and written down over the last couple weeks. But if we don't know where we're starting from, we don't know how to get where we want to go. You can't have a resolution without understanding and acknowledging where you're at. All right. So the first is in beliefs. What do you believe? Well, that's a big question, of course, right? But what's your current mindset? Are you feeling positive or negative? What's your uh, relationship with God if you're religious? Or whatever spirit you may, uh, spirit deity you may uh, subscribe to or not? 
What do you believe about your career prospects or your administration and your relationship with them, the relationship to your leadership? What about your relationship to your, and your belief and your willingness to lead others? How about nutrition? What's your relationship right now with food and especially alcohol? Relationships with your relationships, <laughs> your spouse, your significant other, your children, your family, even your in-laws. So your beliefs are the things you think. Review where you're at. Where's your headspace? And you can do this daily. I actually encourage you to do it daily. And if you do it daily, you'll start to recognize when things are off and you'll do it much quicker. And you'll be able to solve and correct those problems quicker. Next is actions. Those are the things you do. What's your routine, good or bad? When do you wake up? What's your bedtime? Again, nutrition. What are your actions and routines around nutrition? Do you eat? Uh, do you eat out or do you cook? Do you meal prep? What are the things that are lacking there? What are your habits? Are you smoking cigarettes? Are you drinking a lot of alcohol? Or are your habits good? Are you at the gym every day? Are you working out? Do you have a plan? What about your education? What are the things you're doing? What are the things you are doing for your education? Are you reading? Are you staying up on current events? Are you taking online courses or courses available through a local university to get better at something? How about your family interactions? Are you actually doing things with your family? Are you sitting on the couch? Social groups. Are you part of a social group? Is that something you do? Are you considered a loner or are you a social person? How do you spend your free time? And I'll, st I'll pause here real quick and point out that none of this is supposed to be with judgment. This is just simply listing out and thinking about the things that you're currently doing and where you're at. We can't place judgment on where we're at because that doesn't do any good. We just have to acknowledge where we're at and where we want to go, and then we can define our path. So as you're going through this, just write this matter-of-factly. Or think about it matter-of-factly. Don't put judgment on it. Don't judge yourself. Our discipline. Those are the things we tolerate. Where is it strong and where is it weak? Is it in your fitness, nutrition, your perishable skills, your firearms training? Less obvious, but, most, but even more important perhaps, how about your discipline with your self-talk? Are your negative thoughts interacting uh, with your own brain and bringing you down? And are you allowing that to happen? How are your interactions with your family? What habits, strategies, and motivations seem to work? But which need improvements? Our goals. Our goals are the things you want. And by things, of course, we can mean outcomes. The outcomes you want. Have you identified them? What do you want to have happen? And do you have a plan? Is it short-term, mid-term, long-term? Who are the stakeholders in your goals? And do, who do you need permission from? There's no doubt if you are married, you know that you need permission to achieve some of your goals. But that person is also a stakeholder. And oftentimes, they have a say in how we go about these things. Pretending they don't is going to sabotage any attempts you have at succeeding at any goal you have. You need their permission, but you also need their buy-in. Our emotions are the things you feel. It's the start of a new year. A lot of people are excited and motivated, but you could also be anxious. A lot of pressure coming with some New Year's resolutions and some new plans. 
How are you managing the trauma? And don't think that you haven't had trauma. If you've been in this job for any amount of time, you've had something. And maybe you're managing it well, and that's excellent, but what's your plan? I encourage you to go back and listen to episode 93 if you don't have one. What are your feelings about your family? Do you experience anger and detachment? Are you happy? Service. That's the legacy we leave. Who are you serving? And what are you serving? Your community, your state, your nation, your family? And why are you serving in the current role that you're serving in? Why are you here? I encourage you to go back to listen to that episode too. So one of the biggest questions to identify, just like when you're out on patrol and you're out and you've got a good car in front of you and you want to make the stop, but you, if you ride solo like I do and like most of us do, you ride solo, you need to know where your partners are. You need to know where your backup's coming from if this goes south or if you need someone to roll by to help with a car search or a detention, right? You need to know where they're coming from. And if they're busy, maybe you don't even make the car stop because you know that your backup is extended. Well, it's the same way in life. We've got to figure out who our beat partners are. What I do and what I've done, what I've done several times, and I think this helps you and helps me, is just write a list. Write a list of all the people in your life that have in some way some ability to help you in one manner or another. Create a list of the people around you that can help. And where can they help? And you'll start to see where some of these people can come in and fill your gaps. Right? We all have gaps. And it's important, I think, for us to know and be able to call upon and seek out the help of friends. There's no point in having friends if you don't ask for help when you need it. We are social creatures. And we can't be expected to know everything. As much as they try to teach you in the academy to pretend like you know everything, we all know that's not actually the case. We make it up as as we go along quite often. So write out a list. Find out the people you know, the people you could call upon, even acquaintances, people you don't really know that well, but people you could ask out for a cup of coffee, a friend of a friend, buy them a beer, do something to get some knowledge from them to help you get better. Where are your gaps? If it's financial, you probably got a friend who's got a budget and who's squared away that can help you get dialed in, or maybe even a financial advisor or financial planner. Is your gap physical? Who can you ask for help there? I'm sure there's someone on your department who's the uber-muscled SWAT uh, guy that knows everything about fitness and meal prep and nutrition. Go talk to him. Or talk to your friend or talk to the guy at the gym who seems to know what he's doing. What if you're looking for a promotion or a specialty assignment? Who are the people ahead of you who've already done a good job and maybe are willing to lend a hand, provide some advice and some guidance? Write out that list of your beat partners, as I call them, those strategic relationships that you have that can advance you in one way or another. Write out the list of who your beat partners are, and then go back and review all the question, the answers to the questions I asked in this episode, and you'll see where you can begin to improve simply by opening yourself up to asking questions from your beat partners. All right, that's the short one for this week. Appreciate you listening to this episode. If you like what you heard here, if you get something out of this, please share this with somebody else. Uh, join the mailing list to get more information. You can uh, do that at thesquadroom.net or also text the squadroom, all one word, to 44222 to get signed up from your phone. 
And of course, as always, I'm open to questions, concerns, emails. Uh, Garrett at thesquadroom.net is my email, and I'm happy to uh, engage with you there. Uh, but we're doing a lot of stuff on the Facebook page too. So also, so the closed group, uh, just search out the Squad Room Podcast Group. It'll come up. You can apply there, and uh, we'll be doing videos and stuff like that online as well. All right. So until until next time, take care of each other and stay safe. <laughs>